Welcome to the Agronomy and Farm Management Podcast. I'm Amanda. And I'm Elizabeth. Thanks for joining us today. Today we are gearing up for the 58th Farm Science Review. It starts next week, the 22nd through the 24th. And I'm sure you've heard this year it's going to be virtual, like a lot of things in our lives these days. Joining us today is Nick Zakrich. Nick, would you go ahead and introduce yourself? Yeah, I'm Nick Zakrich. I'm the manager at Farm Science Review, so I've been doing this for a few years. And of course, this is a uh, different experience for us all. So leading leading a virtual show is much different than an in-person show. I mean, our staff and our extension folks, our educators, everybody else in the college that really participates in Farm Science Review has to learn how to change and deliver things virtually as well. And that goes for our exhibitors. So changing to a virtual show is not an easy tasks for many people um, and we'd be able to overcome some of those challenges to be able to bring some education and content to producers and farmers and folks in the agricultural industry out there this year. So since we can't have an in-person show, we wanted to have something rather than nothing. And while we'd rather be in person, this is a great alternative and helps us keep us safe at, at home and uh, off each other's you know farming operations. You know, there's, there's a lot of people coming from many different areas as visitors but also the, the company reps and folks are coming from all over the world. So keeping everybody safe is, is uh, the best way to handle this year and doing it virtually, or at least provide some opportunity for us to learn what's new in the industry. Yeah, and your team has done a great job of, you know, about, I think it was the beginning of July when we really saw that decision come out. So from that point moving forward, so we appreciate all your work there. Yeah, thanks. We, we, we've had, you know, a few weeks to, to plan about that. And, and we were going to be making things a little bit more virtual, shall we say, this year anyway, if we were going to be in person to provide more opportunity. So we had already, uh, you know, kind of set the stage of how a lot of this transition was going to happen. So it was more than just a two-month process uh, planning-wise. But there, there was a lot of changes going from a partially digital show to a fully virtual show. Uh, so there's there's a lot of changes there. Um, our staff is, of course, excellent uh, at, at what they do and have caught on very quickly to uh, accommodate what we're about to, to experience here this next week. I know one thing I'm excited about is that my feet are not going to hurt nearly as bad at the end of the day with this virtual show. I'd say I, I, uh, I know a lot of people that say that they, they wish they had the show to work off some other COVID pounds. Um, so I, I think there's probably a little bit of, of uh, you know, People experience emotions both ways. Glad that their feet aren't going to hurt, but then also uh, wishing they had it so they get a little bit of exercise. Yeah, no, I'm I'm really excited, but also disappointed at the same time. You know, this is something we all look forward to every single year. Um, but I'm really glad that we still have the opportunity to get together, even though it's going to look a little bit different. So could you explain to our listeners what this virtual farm science review is going to look like? I'd love to. And, and uh, everything starts at our homepage. So if you uh, either Google Farm Science Review, do some kind of internet search for Farm Science Review, our website is fsr.osu.edu. And if you go to our website, uh, that's where it's all going to start. So there's a a graphic there to help navigate into the the show software and uh, also some additional information. Uh, There'll be a few messages there from leadership, uh, you know, here in the college and and Farm Science Review. So there'll be some things to see there, and we'll be announcing our Farm Science Review Hall of Fame inductees for the year, which will be honored next year at the same time as the 2021 inductees, uh, so that we can physically hand them their award in person. But we do want to honor them this year since they were awarded the distinction of Hall of Fame for Farm Science Review this year. So those will be announced. And going into the, the show software, so if you click 
any of those boxes on the top. There's several different options in the red big box there, the gray or the options. So there's exhibitors and then dif different educational program areas within uh, a lot of the extension things that are happening or other information that's from the college and university. So if you click those, any of those is going to navigate you into the, the show software. Uh, once you get into the show software, you can click back to go back to Farm Science Review with the, the banner at the top if you wanted to use that navigation in the very beginning. Or you can also just navigate through some of the tiles, and, and there's several different ways to navigate. Um, so we, we want to make it as easy as possible for everyone. So there's multiple ways to navigate to get to different places for you to find the things that you want. Uh, many of the things inside there are keyword searchable. So there's a keyword search at the home on the home and the and the um, the show software for you to be able to keyword search both exhibitors and some of the educational spaces that are around the you know the virtual site. So once you click inside um, the exhibitors, you'll get an exhibitor list. Uh, the featured exhibitors will have the most content. Um, they're the ones most active in the in the show for this year, and we do have over 600 exhibitors uh, typically in an in-person show year. Uh, not all of them will be able to participate. Um, some of the companies are able to pivot and change a little bit more easily and provide some digital content. Um, some, some companies are uh, fortunately very busy this year, uh, you know, with sales and, and things that everybody needs, whether it's uh, things that are changing in the landscape or just uh, a lot of, a lot of good people out there that are, are having some, some decent years. You know, we've got a, a struggling, Weather season in a lot of different places and, and animal wise, you know, through COVID has been a challenge for a lot of people, but we still have needs. We still, you know, as producers, we still have needs out there and uh, some of these company reps to change and do something completely different um, is, is too monumental to, to take on something new. So relying on old channels with, with telephone calls and, and calling on people that way or uh, working through emails, um, that's, that's a pretty big step for some folks that are usually able to go to a show and, and see stuff in person. So. Um, the exhibitors that are participating, you'll find in that list, and uh, the featured ones, like I said, will be the ones that will have the most content. Some will have videos, some will uh, possibly be doing some live content, and some will just have information to share and other digital means there. So go check out each page individually and, and see what they have. Um, content will continue to be uploaded through the 22nd. So if you go on today, you'll find some information. That it's, it is accessible now, so you can go on and see how to navigate through the site. And get experience with it and then when it comes time for the 22nd 23rd and 24th of september then you'll be able to navigate to those uh sessions and things that are live very easily so that you have the experience so nick what about field demos because that's a huge part of your live show normally are companies going to be able to participate at all to demonstrate some of the new equipment that's that's right and, and some of that um is going to be live on the site which we're asking visitors and attendees not to come to the site because it's not accessible to the public. Uh, the exhibitors will have some things to share with you, which will be all virtual. So don't come to the site. They're going to bring it to you, to your living room or to your combine cab or wherever you're going to be. Uh, so there's a little bit different change this year. One thing is, is since our parking lot's not being used for cars, it is available for hay since our parking lot is mostly grass. So we do have a few exhibitors that want to take advantage of that opportunity and share a few things that are new with them and also collaborate a little bit with our extension educators in the hay realm of, of talking a little bit about hay. So that'll be one thing that we can look forward to. If you're a hay producer or livestock producer, uh, there'll be some good things to listen to there live uh, during the show. And then also we'll have some pre-recorded things. So um, not everything will be live. So there'll be a lot of things that are pre-recorded, uh, which provides a better opportunity for the attendees to see those uh, extra angles and, and things that you can't typically do live. You know, we do have some really nice uh, you know, film editing folks within our college and extension that are going to do a great job and are doing a great job 
have some awesome videos to share, um, but we can't do that live. We're not ESPN exactly. So what we can do um, is provide those camera angles in different places and, and show you some uh, things that you wouldn't normally see standing behind the rope at the show. So there are some advantages, uh, you know, doing some things virtually, which we'll carry over uh, into future years. And we're working on some things that will be very exciting and, and be able to show some some content that um, you just can't see watching a combine from behind, behind a rope or a tillage tool from from you know a couple hundred feet away. So we can get really close and personal. And then you know in future years when we do have the in person, you can see those videos, you can see some of the content we're going to be able to share. But then also walk out into the field after the tillage tool or the combine or whatever the case might be. It may, um, you know, is run and, and perform that task and uh, be able to see it in person, but also get to see a little bit more information. Yeah, this is exciting. There's going to be so much going on. So for folks that get on the website and just are overwhelmed by the amount of stuff they can see, there's also an option to create a login and schedule events so you don't miss something that you wanted to see. Could you explain how they could do that? That's correct. And we don't want to make this too confusing either, but we also wanted to provide some flexibility for folks that are a re little reluctant to sign into anything. We're not going to share your email addresses with, with outside companies. This is all internal so that you can access your account, save some information that you want to save for yourself personally. And the only thing that we're going to use your, your email address for is either uh, a very important information that was coming directly from the show, from Farm Science Review and, and the college, or the other thing is, if you forget your password, we need to find a way to be able to get your password back. So providing that email is important so that you can get that email fixing your password if you needed to. So the, to do the login, there's several ways to, to go about that. So you can go, you can navigate in through the show to find the exhibitor that you want to see, your program area for education. And if they have scheduled events or some of the other options will be down through the page, it'll remind you that you have not signed in or, or signed up for a show planner yet. So if you click on that, it'll, t it'll navigate you to how to sign up for My Show Planner. Or if as soon as you get into the show software, you can go to the top and it says My Show Planner. And you click on that and it'll, it'll ask you for that information then of creating a login. So the only thing that's absolutely necessary is your name and your email address. And then there's a few other questions there if you prefer to answer. There's one option towards the bottom that, that asks you, do you want to be contacted by exhibitors? So that is for exhibitors. If you go into My Show Planner and you say yes, as you contact uh, folks through uh, the My Show Planner or through through Farm Science Review Online, those those exhibitors and contacts will know who you are. So some people don't want to, to be known who they are, so they can click no. We I just want to remain anonymous. Um, so then uh, exhibitors will just know that somebody clicked. They won't know that it was you. But if you are a customer that you want, uh, you know, company reps to to know who you are and be able to contact you if you want more information about different products or services. You can click yes, and they'll they'll be able to contact you directly. And, and the communication process is just much faster if you're willing to do that. If you're not, it's perfectly fine. And there are still ways for you to reach out to those company reps without them knowing who you are until you send them a personal email or, or make a personal phone call. That's pretty cool. I really like that flexibility. Um, and you guys have been doing a great job putting out videos all year long, even before we were planning on this virtual show with the things you do on the farm side. I think it's really cool. I like your YouTube channel and your social media pages. So why don't you share with us the different media outlets that you guys have that people can interact with you all year long, not just this time of year. Yeah, that's, that's a great thing to point out, Amanda. Our team's been doing an excellent job this year of, of providing more content that we have in the past. So 
we do get a lot of questions when some of us have speaking engagements and we get a chance to talk about what it is we do the rest of the year outside of the three days and, and talk about the show. You know, we do quite a bit of on-farm research, you know, with, with FABE and the college uh, eFields program, which I'm sure has been discussed frequently on this, this podcast. So there's some projects that do happen on our site at Molly Karen Ag Center where Farm Science Review is home to. And, you know, some of those things, um, while they seem like just a job to us at times, you know, when we start getting into projects and that this is what we're paid to do, it is really interesting. So a lot of the things that we do are, are not normal for a producer. And maybe some of the things that we are doing should become a new normal. And as we document and film some things, it's nice to be able to share that information out with the public and, and let them see what's happening. And I know there's some farmers out there that are, you know, they're, they're very, you know, willing to be an early adopter. And if, you know, we're, we're providing some information, hey, we're doing this, we're adding tracks, or we're trying to reduce compaction here or doing that. You know, some farmers may have the same ideas and can kind of share their, their thoughts and, and what they found with us. Um, not only for us, but the researchers could benefit from some of the interaction that could occur that way. But the videos, you know, while while the, the goal is to be educational, they can be entertaining. So not just to the agricultural public, but just the general public can find some value. And they really appreciate the engineering and some of the feedback that we've already received from some of the folks that are not in agriculture. When they, they find these videos, they are amazed at how advanced that we are. You know, when they, we talk about RTK and, and using auto steer. And they're just amazed that, wow, I, I can't do this in my car yet, but yet you can you can do this in the field to sub-inch accuracy. There's a lot of people that are just amazed at, at what we can do and the technology we're using. So I think that adds a little value. There's some YouTube influencers and other social media influencers that are out there that do a great job of that as well. Um, not that we're trying to become a super huge social media influencer, but we do have a story to tell. So not just for us, but for the college and extension, and, and we'll have that platform to be able to share that. So you can follow us on Facebook. Um, you know, if you, if you look at Facebook and Twitter and um, Instagram are the three platforms that we're using currently. So um, go to our, our, our website is the easiest way. It's fsr.osu.edu. At the bottom, you'll find all our different links. And of course, with YouTube, um, we do share most of our videos out through Facebook and the shorter ones through Twitter. But you can access those directly on YouTube as well. So if you do a, a search for, for us on Facebook or for a search for us on YouTube, you'll find us there as well. Well, we really appreciate your time and for sharing this unique opportunity that we have. Um, hopefully, we'll be able to reach even more people, um, a broader audience this year than what we have in the past. Um, but we certainly are going to miss the in-person show, and we'll look forward to seeing everyone face-to-face, -face, hopefully in 2021. Thanks again. Yep. yep. Thank you both, and we, have, we look forward to seeing you in, in 2021 as well. There will be some virtual options, of course, next year, but not a fully virtual show. Our plan is to be in person again and see everybody. Um, we know that nothing really replaces that in-person interaction and being able to see those those machines and talk to people face-to-face. -face. So um, glad to, glad that we can uh, still share something this year virtually and uh, look forward to hearing all of the comments to, uh, from folks out there. So if you are able to participate, tell us what's useful to you. Tell, give us some feedback. And tell us, you know, if, when we go back to in-person next year, what virtual components do you want us to keep? So thanks for all your feedback in advance and, and hope everybody enjoys Farm Science Review Online this year. So in addition to everything Nick shared with us, we've also got a lot of content that's been put together by OSU Extension. And so we're really excited to share just an overview of some of that content that you can find through virtual FSR with you. Um, we've been working really hard over the past few months to make the agronomic plots that you come out and see in person every year virtual. 
So that area is going to feature a virtual reality walkthrough of plots. And so this will be similar to a Google Map Street View. You can just navigate through and see everything you would have seen that we planted on site this year. Um, as you walk through the plots, we'll have some videos focused on a variety of topics, including fertilizer placement, cover crops, ag technology, and more. We're also going to be hosting live Q&A sessions each day, so you can still have the opportunity to stop by and ask questions or chat with us. Below their areas that you might be interested in checking out is the Ohio Women in Ag team. They will be having some sessions over lunch each day featuring different Ohio women in agriculture, as well as videos that highlight what women are doing on the farm around Ohio. And then Ask an Expert will be back. I know a lot of you follow them fairly closely and like to see a lot of the presentations that they have. Um, they'll be doing, again, the 20-minute presentations and the topics this year, a wide range of veterinary and farm management topics, such as transmitting COVID-19 to your animals, the prospects of U.S. agriculture exports abroad, increasing profits from small grains by planting double crops, They'll also touch on climate trends, managing cash flow on the farm, farm stress, rental rates on ag lands, and a whole host of other topics. Each day, they run from about 9 to 3, so make sure you log on and check out the schedule so you don't miss what you're interested in there. The Gwynn Conservation Area is also featuring both live and pre-recorded sessions about a range of topics including pond management, chainsaw safety, and forage and grazing. So make sure you check out their schedule if you're interested in some of these natural resource conservation topics. And lastly, I'll just mention a few other areas. The 4-H STEM area will have some things online for the kids to check out. And that'd be especially great if you're homeschooling or virtual schooling this year. The small farms will have a lot of their presentations available too. And then if you like to garden, the Utsinger Garden is going to have a little bit available online as well. So a lot of great things to see, even though we won't be able to meet with you in person, um, still able to get some information out there. So check out the topic areas that you're interested in and maybe we'll see you online. Thanks for listening to the Agronomy and Farm Management Podcast. Join us again in two weeks for our next episode.